Are you ready for season two? Season two? Season two. We're going back. Back? All the way back. Snap. And then we're going to go all the way forward. Sounds like I might get sick on this ride. Time travel, baby. Woo! You hate time time travel. travel. Get excited. It's season two of the XY Podcast. Welcome to the Ex-Wife Podcast. My name's Alicia. And I'm Justin. And we're excited to bring to you a little preview of what we got cooking for what we've been calling season two. Now, initially, we didn't have seasons. So yeah, just... what is a season? Who knew? <laughs> something I made up. I made it up. I uh, figured it was a great way to divide episodes and kind of benchmark and try out some new things so in season two we're trying out some new things great let's do it we're gonna do a couple of different things okay but before we talk about season two let's talk about the end of season one so we we've wrapped season one right we had our 12 episodes plus our intro right and then all 13 of those episodes we hit over a thousand downloads before amazing yeah right even before ugly xmas and then Thank you all for listening. Yeah, everybody. We appreciate you. There in the internet. We appreciate y'all. Um, we had over a thousand episodes and then the... Downloads, not a thousand episodes. Oh, yeah. That would <laughs> that be a lot of work. Been a, lot of, a lot of episodes. A thousand downloads. And then we had Ugly Xmas, mm-hmm. which was awesome. A great Tons success. of fun. So much fun. So kind of like how Ugly Xmas... Our live episode idea evolved. Season two has <laughs> evolved. Evolved. Um, in other news, if you want to hear it, we got another review as well. Oh my gosh, I do want to hear it. The anticipation is killing me. I like not telling Alicia stuff before we start recording because then it's just a surprise. It makes my reactions genuine, which is important, I think, to our fans. So this actually came through a recommendation from Rococo's, our oh, the comic shop, our LCS local comic shop. I'm glad you said what LCS was. I knew uh, <laughs> knew I had to qualify that, but so someone had been recommended to check out the podcast because of Rococo's. Oh yes, okay, amazing. So, albeit I am a novice when it comes to X Men, I've always loved the characters and stories. So to say the least, I am thoroughly intrigued by this series. I admire Justin's passion of the X-Men lore and Alicia's curiosity. It makes for a great back and forth between the two. This is a must listen for any new slash old beginner slash advanced X-Men fan. Exclamation point. The title, Wonderful Podcast by Cal the Cad, who is a local guy in the Rhode Island area. He does these really awesome uh, tie-dye shirts where he takes designed t-shirts and then does like deep tie-dye coloring that goes off of the design yeah, in the I'm gonna t-shirt want one of those i almost i almost got you one but there was one there's, he's got a wolverine one that i wanted for myself but it wouldn't fit and then i felt <laughs> so you're like, like i can't buy this for alicia because I, i'll be jealous as hell every time i see you wear i'm just gonna be upset about how that was supposed to be my shirt and now it's not my shirt all right well thank you so much for the review that's awesome Welcome to a deeper dive into the X-Men, and I hope you're still listening, and I'm going to buy one of your shirts, and maybe it will be the Wolverine one. Foiled. (laughs) 
So now season two is a hodgepodge of things. We've got a couple of different threads, but it's all telling this big story of X-Men. What what do you remember about what season two was supposed to be? Seminal moments. Hey, there you go. Seminal moments. What's that mean? Those are the, Those are the big the big guys. The big guys. Yeah. Those the, are like the moments throughout X history that have shaped and molded or restarted or yeah, kind of genre lit the fire yeah. of a new yeah. thread. Yeah, that's good. That's thank good. you. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, so that's still the framework of season two. Okay, so it is still the track we are on. Yeah, the general track. It's just we're taking some pit stops along the way. Okay, great. Uh, buckle up, y'all. Buckle up. I came up with some other episode types. Like what? I'm not going to tell you until we do it. Okay, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, this is real. Yep. This is the truth. I don't know things. I show up. I sit down. I plug in the microphones. And we just start going. And we go. <laughs> we have uh, a new format for our Dawn of X episodes oh yeah explain that to me and the listeners <laughs> well so you wanted to read you yeah, wanted to read want a little read. bit right i just forgot what we had decided yeah so. and so the idea is to still retain some of the initial kind of new surprise and questions and curiosity we're going to be doing plot overviews where we won't go as deep a dive onto a page by page basis like we did in Hoxpox, but we'll go big big level plot overviews and then you'll read the issue and then we'll we'll reconvene and i'll share my thoughts yeah and we'll have like our favorite panels our favorite lines of dialogue you know big picture thoughts and i think it'll be fun yeah i think that'll be a good time but we'll still do the other kinds of episodes like the the classic where we just dive into a and book you just tell me what's what yeah uh with our with our classic stories great and we got a couple of interviews cooking. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited about interviews. Ooh, they're coming. They're coming. All right, those well, those fall under the umbrella that is season two? Yep. It's just a wide umbrella with a lot of spokes. All right. I'm diggity diggity down. And the, I mean, the big picture idea and what is the big picture idea of the podcast in my mind is each episode is intent to be a new way that you could, as a new fan, engage with X-Men. I see. So in Hoxpox, oh God, I want to I want to tell that. My dad. Oh my Lord, this is amazing. My dad watched our live episode and we saw. But don't use curse words. We, sure. We saw, <laughs> we saw them for Christmas and he, he loved the episode, loved the show. He took notes. You know, there was just one thing, and I don't know if you explained it. I don't know if you said it, but what the heck is Hoxpox? What does it mean? Well, he didn't use the word heck. He used certain F-bomb. Well, what are you telling me not to curse if you're going to- No, no, I'm just giving the people the full effect. I appreciate you not cursing. I'm just not saying- We want to keep our family-friendly ratings. All right. But he said, what the- is Hawks Pox. Yep. And it was funny. And yep. I ruined it. Yep. With my I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Classic so, Alicia. We're gonna be talking about the six titles, right? The six titles. 
you know what the six titles are now because I gave you a Christmas present. Yeah, but I don't really you, know. You read because, them. No, I didn't read them. Oh, you, you gave me the books, which are, it's so it's, Dawn, it's of X, Dawn of X and it's like each book, each volume is the first issue of one of the six things. So it's issue one of one through six, t- titles one through six, and then issue two of, of titles one through six. So I'm excited to read them, but I don't know what they're called because you I told you said, not to read don't it. even look at that book. You, you I, read them though. You read them. You read them out loud. And I said, put that down. Oh, I did. You're yeah, right. because we were supposed to, technically we were supposed to do this as part of our live episode, but it went two and a half hours long. <laughs> oh, that was another thing that I wanted to say. Generations of X gave us a really great shout out on Twitter. Oh, I um, love those, those humans. They were saying about how had a lot of great moments in podcasting in 2020, but their favorite was our live episode. Oh my Lanta. Is, yeah, that was great. And a lot of fun. Thank you. Generations of X. Yeah. You beautiful humans. That was so much fun. I probably could have talked to them all night long forever and ever and always. Yeah. Live episodes are cool. And having friends are cool. Yeah. Friends are nice. Those are cool things to have. Cool. So I have the things pulled up of what it is that we are going to be talking about. So this is this is the preview of all of the titles, the six titles. Right. Pop, pop, I'm ready. Hit me with your best stuff. That was terrible. Just a failure all around. There you go. Shout out to Dayspring. There's a awkward moment for you. <laughs> Add it to our book. <laughs> our first title is, of course. Oh, whoa! Look at this fanciness on the monitor. X Men. Yeah, I I made these up for the live episode. I have I've one for each of them. Oh, amazing. Okay. Yep. So we have X Men. X Men, and this is written by Jonathan Hickman, art by Lionel Francis Yu. Oh, that's a number one. It's not a power. Okay. Doggy, no, I got that's, scared. That's X-Men number one. Number so one. Jonathan Hickman, who is now not just the only writer as part of this world, but he is the head of X. That's his title going forward. And he is also the writer for X-Men, the, the main title series. That's a hefty title to have. Head of X. Yeah. Head of X. And I'll read you the, the solicitation copy. So Okay, hit me. The X-Men find themselves in a whole new world of possibility. And things have never been better. Jonathan Hickman and superstar artist Lennel Yu reveal the st- the saga of Cyclops and his hand-picked squad of mutant powerhouses. Oh, it's a Cyclops comic. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Hot diggity, can't wait to dive in. It's interesting because, so it is, I, I would consider it a Cyclops comic, even though they don't really say that, but... But they kind of did. Yeah, right. So so these issues, they primarily tell independent one-shot stories, uh, which is very unlike an X-Men title. There's no set team. There's really no X-Men in that idea. It's just usually Cyclops building a team of whatever he needs at that time. So it's not the same team every issue? Right. Oh, intrigue. But it almost always involves Cyclops in some way. And it, to me, it feels like it's telling the story of Krakoa, like the nation. Uh, lots of connections to the Quiet Council, to the Great Comptons. Is this where I'm going to find out who the Red Queen is? Nope. For the love of Pete. It's it's really, I, I you're going to be let down. It's not that big of a deal. 
Well, then why are they redacting it? Why are they making it seem because like it a hadn't, big deal? Because it, it was redacted because it hadn't been established Don't at that time. Don't tell me that. Why? Because I, they, in my mind, they know forever. They always know. Well, it could also have been just a redacted for the printing of that comic page. We'll see. All right. So I call, X-Men. I call these one and working stories. They're not one and done because the plot threads are kind of left open. One and working. Right. Uh, which is interesting. It takes a bit of the payoff out, but continues to reseed this bigger world narrative. Hickman is really like creating his own version of the X-Universe with a lot of new potential to do whatever he wants with each one of these. And I'll, I'll tell you about the six issues that we'll, we'll have access to. Each one tells a different story, a different like slice of life in relation to the bigger story of Krakoa, the nation. That's like palatable. That's like, I can read these and not feel overwhelmed because I don't have to do any crazy powers of 10 mm-hmm. connection. Like each one is its own. Yeah. They, they do start to like after the fact start to reconnect and the only the only thing that you then have to juggle is how many threads are open you know what are these things but you can always go back and that's check them what out. i have notebooks for exactly you ready for number two yep marauders marauders Ooh yeah look at those that By girl who's that girl who's jerry that? dugan that kitty, is that kitty pride mateo and lolly yes that is Kitty Pride. She's going by Kate Pride oh, in this. Excuse me, Kate. My apologies. And Storm. Even in this glorious new dawn, mutant kind faces hardships and oppression from their human counterparts. Led by Captain Kate Pride and funded by Emma Frost and the Hellfire Trading Company, Marauders, Storm, Pyro, Bishop, and Iceman sail the seas of the world to protect those hated and feared. This is a pirate comic? Basically, yeah. Oh, yes. It's All right. So this. Oh, yeah. yes. This is a ton of fun. And it reads more like a traditional X book, which doesn't mean anything to do to you, but might to some of our listeners where mm-hmm. it's a team book. It has a lot of heart and a lot of humor. And they like they play off of the inner workings of the characters, which I think is really cool. Uh, they're essentially a pirate team and they go on missions and adventures. I love the lineup. I love the direction. If Nightcrawler was on this team, it would be the greatest comic in the world. He's not, <laughs> but it's still great. I mean, it looks, the cover look makes it look amazing. Yeah, I believe that cover is by Russell Dodderman, who does really incredible work. He actually did the Christmas photo that we had posted. Oh, the Rockefeller Center one? No. No, the, one, the, classic the one. one we posted, yep. not the one from the live. Yep, the one with the hats. The hats. That was amazing. Yeah. Does... Kate, I almost called her Kitty, but I corrected myself. Hey, other people do it in the comics, so don't does, worry. Does she have a black eye in this? Yep. Yes. And I believe Ooh. you can kind of see a Band-Aid on her nose. Oh, snap. And we'll understand fighting. why. All right, well, I'm more excited about this title than I am about the Cyclops saga. Why? It's not just Cyclops. And, and I, I well, will say... Okay. so. Yeah. Let me say why. Sure. It's not just about Cyclops. It's also because pirates. I love pirates, pirates and I like a story of... And the solid direction, you know. too. And I think, you know, one of my favorite things about the variety within each of these titles is that they do tell different stories. Each mm-hmm. one is different and, and has distinctness to it and, and a reason why I like most of them. Most of them, he says. I like most of them. 
Are you going to tell me which one it is that you don't like? Number three. As we can assume. (laughs) Excalibur. The other world is rocked by war. It is a new era for mutant kind as a new Captain Britain holds the amulet, fighting for the kingdom of Avalon with her Excalibur at her side. Rogue, Gambit, Richter, Jubilee, and Apocalypse? Apocalypse? Yeah. What are your thoughts about this? Excalibur. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I like the people. I like the team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's my first note. Really interesting team lineup. Really big ideas in this book, which play a lot into the history and magic of the Marvel Universe, which is kind of cool. I wrote I like magic. Yeah. I, I wrote this note before we even recorded season one. Uh, Apocalypse is definitely up to something. He is. <laughs> like not He's to Apocalypse. Like, right, what do you right, mean? exactly, exactly. <laughs> of course he is. Uh I've read interviews with Teeny Howard, who's the writer on mm-hmm. this title, and about how she's playing into RPG games like Dungeons and Dragons and this party of characters reflects different roles. So Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which is kind of an interesting, like different take on approaching an X Men title. I like it. I like so far that they all seem to have like different, different genres. Yeah. They appeal to different audiences. Mm-hmm. Or you just be a nerd and read them all. I mean, that's fine. I think that most people should do that. I'm just saying. New Mutants. New Mutants. The classic New Mutants. Sunspot, Wolfsbane, Mirage, Karma, Magic, and Cypher get together with a new, few new friends, Chamber and Mondo, to seek out their missing member and share the good news. A mission that takes them into space alongside the Star Jammers. That was a lot of information. Yeah. There's someone missing. Yeah. And Ooh. Yeah. That's true. You don't know that. Well, that's what it says. Missing member. Yep. Well, and I don't know who the Star Jammers are. Yep. You don't. Is that a band? <laughs> no. I mean, that's awesome. They could be. Uh, you'll be excited about the Star Jammers because you're excited about the Marauders. They're space pirates. Space pirates. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So pirates in space, pirates in land. The missing mutant is the missing member of the original New Mutants. So this is, is like. Is that the. Wait. Say the, the names of them all again? He was, he was in the movie. He. Uh, Sunspot, Wolfsbane, Mirage, Karma, Magic, and Cypher get together with a few new friends, Chamber and Mondo. I don't know who it is. Cannonball. Oh, Cannonball. Uh, Yeah. So I I really liked the first story of New Mutants. So the first like arc with these OG New Mutants having a space adventure. Really great character work and amazing art. Rod Rice is really great and i think in the dawn of x trades it intercuts with the second story of new mutants which is what it did in the single issues which i'm not crazy about that story excuse me what are you talking about new mutants no no i know you're talking about new mutants but what do you mean by the first story and the second story so the comic tells a story and then it tells a second story oh like side by side simultaneously, it's telling two stories. It intercuts between these two stories. Okay, I understand now. Uh, I'm not so crazy about the second story, but I like how it introduces this concept and expands the definition of what it means to be new mutants in Krakoa. Mm. So the fact that you have this one story, 
told in space that's co-written by Jonathan Hickman and Ed Brisson. And then you have this second story building on Earth with a different group of mutants that New Mutants as a name had always been just a team of second, like the second team of mutants, the, the student team of mutants. But now it's really like that grouping of people, those generations of New Mutants are all considered New, new mutants. mutants. So the OG New Mutants here with a couple of other guys from various other teams. Yeah. I'm just excited because I really like magic. Cool. Like what I've seen of her, like in the New Mutants movie. Yep. And I just get vibes that I'm going to like her as a character. Yeah, she's great. So I'm, I'm excited about that one. She's great. And she's she's been really great in these comics too. Amazing. Next, we have X-Force. X-Force. X-Force is the CIA of the mutant world. I'm sorry, the what now? The CIA Central Intelligence Agency. Oh, I know what CIA stands for. Well, then what now? What? what? Like, I just... One half... I was was excited. Yeah, yeah, right? I was excited. One half intelligence branch, one half special ops. Beast, Jean Grey, and Sage on one side. Wolverine, Kid, Omega, and Domino on the other. In a perfect world, there would be no need for an X-Force. We're not there yet. Benjamin Percy. You know Ben Percy. You mean Wolverine. Wolverine, right? The man, the myth, the legend. And Joshua Kassara. Uh, I really, this is another one that out the gate was one of my favorites. So Marauders and X-Force were my two favorites to begin with in, and the new mutants arc that was there and X-Men picked up as it went, but you know, you would ask for some, some yeah, I broad know. strokes. Uh, so the art, the X team on here, the themes that Percy is working with are all really great. I feel like we only get a sampling of where this is planning to go. And it's a really cool evolution of X-Force and what a nation like Krakoa needs X-Force to be. So X-Force had always kind of been this black ops strike team of the X-Men when needed to do these special projects. Mm -hmm. But now you take that to, all right, the X-Men are no longer the mansion at Xavier's. It's now this nation of Krakoa. A nation needs more than just a black ops team. Mm-hmm. They need a CIA. They need a intelligence operation that's analyzing their enemies. Analyzing their enemies, which are so many. And there's even more. And our last of the opening six titles, Fallen Angels. Fallen Angels. Brian Edward Hill and Simon Kurdransky. Sidelock right. finds herself in this new world of mutant kind, unsure of her place in it. But when a face from her past returns only to be killed, she seeks help from others who feel similar to get vengeance. Cable and X-23 join Kanan for a personal mission that could jeopardize all mutant kind. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, this book. It's, I just, I don't. You don't like it? I don't want to say too much about this book. I like the art. Uh, it's an interesting way to try and solidify Kanan as Psylocke and back in her own body, which I know is stuff that you don't necessarily know what I'm saying. Um, none, none of that. And we'll talk about it as we get into these issues. But it ends after six issues, and I'm not upset about that. Okay. Each of the three main characters. So what you're saying is power through Alicia. There are six of them. There are six of them. Uh, we'll probably cover them quickly because not a whole lot happens. Okay. But I'm going to give Psylocke a chance. Yeah. Fallen Angels. Yeah. Fallen Angels. Um, 
interesting at the end of these six issues each of the main characters has something else that they go off into so i'm not sure if it was always planned to be just six issues like a launch for them yeah like a hox pox which makes sense as a way to define or try to introduce now cyclops psylocke as conan instead of as betsy braddock which, so they're just changing the game? Body swapping. It, I, I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those Great. confusing. Ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. So those are the six. Any those initial, are the six. initial reactions, initial thoughts? Um, I think I'm most excited about Marauders. I... Something about the cover just spoke to me, and the like the idea that they're pirates, and mm-hmm. I feel that they're going to have some pretty exciting adventures. Yep, um, that'll be a little bit fast paced, maybe or like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? High octane, thrilling. thrilling. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'm interested in X Force because I like crime shows and this things like that. So. Oh, there's another one that you're going to like later on. Yay. But yeah, I mean, I think there's a part of me that feels a little overwhelmed or a little like afraid to start reading six stories that are six stories that are also interconnected. That's like, okay, here you go. I'll tell you, and kind of to its detriment, but also to a benefit of the reader and the the size of this story so house of x and powers of 10 were huge compared to these stories Mm -hmm. these stories are much smaller and take place in that giant world they're definitely not as fast paced they're definitely you know house of x and powers of 10 were amazing these are these are fun okay you know and they don't build as big of stories like these except for x-men that kind of seeds larger stories throughout these each kind of work on their one or two things. So they're a lot easier to follow, I'd say. Great. I'm ready. But they do, for the most part, stand pretty independently of each other. They just explore different facets of Krakoa. And and then the last thing that we'll say, and then we can close this episode out, uh, is the seminal moments. Seminal moments. Right? You're going to take a a trip down seminal lane? (sighs) I said that oh, the other God. day in an email, and I was like, yeah, that's that's funny and dumb at the same time. Yeah, that's great. Let's keep it. That's my brand. Funny and dumb at the same time is your brand? Yep. So X-Men number one from 1963. 1963. Yep. That's our first seminal moment. Holy smokes. And then we're going to go to giant-sized X-Men in 1975. Okay. Does and that then, mean that the X-Men are just real big? Real big. Huge. Huge. And we're going to go to X-Men number one in 1991. X-Men adjectiveless X-Men? Hey, she's catching on, y'all. Hey, y'all. And then the Age of Apocalypse in 1995. I'm excited about that one. Mm, As you should be. Love Apocalypse. And New X-Men in 2001. 2001. All right. New X-Men. And then what would be the last seminal moment is House of X and Powers of Ten, but we've already talked about that. We've already done that. So instead, we'll talk about the Dawn of X, these six titles that we have now just introduced. Pop, pop. I'm excited. Cool. Any questions? Any 
any any concerns? You seemed a little overwhelmed, but I hope hopefully I assuaged your fears. Yeah, I mean, I think I've got all the books, and they're neatly organized in first issue, second issue, blah blah blah, yeah. and on and on. So that'll be great, and you know, I'll just take it one day at a time. Pop up. I'm ready. Until next time, old friend. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Ex-Wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends. The Ex-Wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Quan.